1: P1 Captain Brandon Zelinski everywhere we go. This is Behind the Bots, the podcast that brings you the stories of the builders behind BattleBots. I'm Chris. I'm Luke. And I'm Lindsay. And today on the podcast, a special mini-episode to catch us up on this week's news.
2: We'll wrap up the show with this week's installment of Robots Around the World. If you like our show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Castbox, Player, FM, and Podbean. You can follow us on Facebook at Behind the Bots and tell a friend we really appreciate your support.
0: Before we get to this week's news, I want to check back in with you, Lindsay, um, because I hear that you spotted a BattleBots builder, a famous BattleBots builder, in a parking lot in upstate New York today. Tell us the story.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. Chris and I were going to, uh, our favorite coffee place to get a coffee before we had to run some errands and, uh, I went in, Chris stayed in the car and as I was getting out of the car, I saw someone in the parking spot next to us that looked really familiar, but out of context, you know, sometimes it's like hard to place faces and he was wearing a mask, so like I could only see part of his face. But I saw like some hair sticking out. He was wearing like a, a baseball cap, and I was like, "That's Brandon Zielinski. <laughs> what is Brandon Zielinski of P1 and Star Child and Waterproof Sealant doing here in this random parking lot in Kingston, New York? So we make eye contact because I probably, you know, spend one too many seconds trying to like figure out who this is. And under my mask, I say, hey, and then he goes, hey, and then I go back in and and into the actually to like order the coffee. And I'm standing there and I'm like, I should go out and be like, what are you doing here? And I was like, because that was way too awkward of a, you know, of an encounter. And I don't want to seem unfriendly because obviously I know this person. We see each other at Norwalk. Um, But, you know, I had to order the coffee. Things were, we were kind of in a rush. So I was like, "Ah, maybe I'll catch him on the way out. And so then I'm like, Chris, look at the person in the parking spot next to us. I'm pretty sure that that's Brandon Zielinski.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, keep in mind, I'm, I'm in the car. I'm playing a, uh, a game on my phone called Pixel Dungeon, which I play the role of a level one mage who's trying to navigate his way through the sewers and uh, and come out the other side alive. All of a sudden, I get a, a, a frantic uh, text message from Lindsay, who just left the car moments ago, <laughs> and asks, in all caps... Is that walking out right now, Brandon Zelensky? It wasn't in all caps. From P1. And I look over and uh, getting into uh, an SUV next to me is is clearly Alex Moffat from Saturday Night Live. (laughs) 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 Like, I didn't realize that they kind of look alike, but she must have, like, just recognized some of the facial features and was like, oh, It must be someone I know. I am so glad, though, that she didn't accost Alex Moffat and be like, hey, are you famed roboticist and driver Brandon Zielinski of BattleBots P1? Because he probably would have called the police.
2: <laughs> no, I was like <laughs> this close to, to going back, like leaving the store and going back into the parking lot to say, Brandon, what are you doing here?
1: Brandon?
0: Brandon, it's me.
1: It's me. Lizzie Bear, I had the podcast about you.
2: <laughs> ah, it was so awkward. I mean, the other the other detail that was like kind of a clue that maybe this was not Brandon Zelensky was um, he was, you know, at first sitting in the driver's seat with a baby on his lap. And I, I was like, why does Brandon Zelinsky have a baby? I'm pretty sure he's not a father. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe that woman he's with is his sister. Maybe that's his nephew. I'm like running through all the scenarios in my head. But, um, so I looked it up and Alex Moffat from SNL uh, has a, a child that was born in February of this year. So it all checks out, <laughs> the whole story is actually, it is actually uh, Alex Moffat and not uh, Brandon Zelinsky.
0: All right, here's here's the follow up we need to do. We need to reach out to Brandon Zelensky and see if in New Hampshire people are, are, are you know, mistaking him for Alex Moffat.
2: Cause they look similar, I think.
0: I didn't even really recognize that until I, you know, Googled both of them, you know, and uh, yeah, you're right. You know, with a mask on, who knows?
2: And so now I just awkwardly stared too long and then said hello under my breath to a a, a very funny person on the television set.
0: (laughs) This is the perfect BattleBot story. (laughs) Uh, All right. Good times. Good times, Lindsay. Uh, Okay. Uh, Time for this week's combat robotics news. I have six news items for you today. First up, BattleBots Builders and Captains took home the entire $50,000 prize purse at the Norwalk Havoc 2021 Finals. In the Beetleweights, Mad Catter driver Calvin Iba took home $10,000 after going undefeated with his bot Lynx, winning five matches in a row. In second place, Sable's Captain Jameson Go took home $4,000 after his Beetleweight Silent Spring went 4-2, losing twice to Lynx. In the 12-pound division, Sable's team member, Lucy Dew, took home $12,000 with her dominant bot, Hot Leaf Juice. In second place, huge team member, Don Dorfler, took home $4,000 with huge. In the 30-pound division, Jameson Goh took home $15,000 with Megatron. In a thrilling run that took him through the loser's bracket and on to -to back-to-back 11th-hour wins against Emulsifier. In second place, Shattered team member Matt Boras took home $5,000 with Emulsifier, which stormed into the semifinals looking invincible, but lost two in a row to Jameson Go at the very end. Uh, for those of you doing the mental math, yes, Jameson Go did take home $19,000 in prize money at the 2021 finals across two weight classes. Uh, <laughs> Lucy Dew took home $12,000, so that's a total of $31,000 in prize money uh, for the Blaze team, which is pretty good. Uh, well done to all of the winners and everyone else who qualified and competed. The 2022 season of Norrock Havoc kicks off on February 5th. Uh, I want to pause here. Chris, Lindsay, uh, you know, we saw every single fight. Your thoughts on the Norrock finals? I, I was just curious. Did did Darkseid take
1: home anything?
0: <laughs> Dark you know, uh, took home uh, like fan favorite, I feel like, you know, I mean, who's created more buzz, you know, this year? Uh, perhaps other than Business Cat and uh, Ram Plan, you know, I feel like Darkside close seconds.
1: I think Darkside actually took home uh, a case of Diet Coke and forty bags of chips. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Chris, twenty twenty two is is going to be Darkside's year. Okay, I feel it. I'm calling it right now. I cannot wait to see you uh, qualify for the finals next year. What
2: would I do if Megatron and Darkseid were in a match together? God forbid the finals. Who do I root for?
0: You'd
1: root for your your the love of your life, Jameson go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would be so excited to see Darkseid just crush Megatron.
0: Wow. Wow. It's yeah. more of a eater.
2: Well, crush as in, you know, you crush your opponent. Oh yeah. Um, But I have to say, at Norwalk, I mean, watching Megatron win the 30-pound bracket was, like, not only winning, but coming back from, um, like, losing to Emulsifier once and then uh, beating it twice in the, like, you know, midnight, 1 a.m. hour. Um, It was so thrilling. And it was, like... That's how I I knew that now Norwalk is is basically holding the same place in my heart as BattleBots. I was so excited to see Megatron win. It was like the same level of excitement as if Sawblaze took home the giant nut. It was so amazing. Yeah. My only regret was that I was um, still in like the control room for that. So I... I Um, didn't get to see it like live, even though I was just in the other room. And I, kind of wish that I had seen it, but it just felt electric. It was so amazing. It was so great. Um, and, and like also links, holy, well, I I guess I can't say, uh, I'll say whole, holy floor, holy floor. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah. I mean, that thing, uh, gave the floor a beating every single time, but like that was some in like. Exhilarating driving. Um,
1: and- it's like you think you know what a box rush is until you see what Lynx can do in the first fraction of a second of a fight, you know. And and you really saw it against you know other bots that would require, you know, even a even a small amount of spin up time. Lynx was just 100% aggressive, 100% of the time. Calvin is so great. Uh, what an incredible driver. Just like it, like the whole thing was like a storybook, like uh, finals. I, I totally agree with you, Lindsay. Like that, that come from behind for, for Megatron and and like going down to the loser's bracket. My jaw was just kind of like dropped when he even went down there. And then you know, to see him kind of claw his way back up through the final, that was like it was incredible. The whole night was um, it was it was so much fun. I was exhausted, uh, and I think that's something that we got to work on for next year it's like because like this incredible story unfolded at the end of each of these brackets and it was just so late that it's like it's really kind of hard to uh really project that kind of you know energy and you know just the explosive nature of 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 a come from behind victory like that for for jameson and you know oh just such a well-deserved uh win for calvin and you know he's been there you know many many times with uh you know with his bot and You know, he's taken some golden dumpsters, but this is like, this is a whole new ballgame. And
2: for Hot Leaf Juice, I mean, ending their storybook season, I think they went like 18-3 and or something over the regular season. I mean, they just almost never lost. One of those was a judge's decision (laughs) loss to a Rip and Tear Mm. because they just couldn't get through like the foam of their bot. But I mean, what a unbeatable record at that point and so major props to lucy do and david Jinn. um man it was just so great and the crazy thing as a person who is there like moderating the chat and like participating with the community in that way how many people were there for all what was it 15 or 16 hours oh in the stands no, not just yeah. in the chat. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Yeah. people and and people from the UK, like uh, Ian, Ian McDonnell, I think that's your last name. Apologies if I messed that up. But, um, uh, you know, who, who uh, you know, we, uh, affectionately know as Lane, <laughs> but, um, yeah, <laughs> like, I just think that there's something really special going on with Norwalk and Lane
1: um, Lane might've been one of the catalysts for a thumb war, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No more thumb wars. We're not going to do that ever again. Um, Until, you know, know, know,
2: double (laughs) the price next time. (laughs)
0: Um, I, 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 I almost forgot. Uh, Lynx also, you know, Calvin Eba, he broke some news saying that he is planning to retire Lynx which is pretty interesting and build a brand new Beetleweight for 2022. So that's pretty neat. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, uh, yeah. uh,
1: Chris wants, you don't think so? Well, you know what? It's like, don't, uh, I know that these bots, they take so much time and energy and and, and investment, but you know, it, that's kind of like, you know, the, the Lennox Lewis way out or something where you get the belt, you get the you get the the notoriety and everything that goes with it, and then you kind of retire and you and you don't give people an option to like an opportunity to dethrone you and and like I really do hope that he pours his heart and soul into another bot the same way he did in the links and really changes the game that much further but like there is still very much a place for Lynx. and there's very much a place for that uh, that title uh, owner of 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 uh, you know beetleweight champion. Um, that's something that someone should take. That's not something that something should like be bestowed upon someone else that wins next year's bracket.
2: I don't know. So okay, as far as my knowledge serves me, Calvin Eba in these events only runs one bot. He only yeah. runs links in the three pound division. He doesn't. He's not like Jameson Go, who's also running two in the three pound, one in the twelve pound, one in the thirty pound. Right, like. Mm-hmm. He runs one bot and he puts everything into that bot. And so you like Chris as a, as a builder, <laughs> you're already thinking about all these ideas that can fit into other bots in right. addition to Dark side. Like, I don't think that you would be content to stay with the same design and win over and over and over. Like, cause you love the creative aspect. You love like the building and trying new things. Yeah. And that's probably what appeals to Calvin too.
1: It's like- Well, there's a difference between iteration and reinventing, right? So like, if, if, if Lynx comes back um, and now it has eight wheels that are toothed titanium, <laughs> like, sure, you know, that's cool. That's Lynx. But if Lynx comes back and it's a, f- it's a flying drone bot that shoots fire, like, oh, that's a different bot, you know? Right. And,
2: well, that's he wants to go, and he wants to build a different bot. He right. wants to build a flamethrower. And what I'm
1: saying is, like, you know what? Maybe Havoc Robotics has to really kind of wrap their head around, like, what other formats and stuff we could be playing with. But, you know, maybe, maybe like, uh, have some, like... Uh, prize fights or something where, you know, returning champion bots that aren't necessarily being run anymore um, can, you know, throw down against a bracket of uh, other bots that might deserve a title like that. So like
2: Iron Chef.
1: Iron, yes, the Iron Chef of Combat Robotics. But, uh, you know, there's there's just tons of room that Havoc Robotics can can kind of do in this space because, you know, they have a permanent facility. Um, you know, they're, they're kind of tuned in with the builder community and it's just a cool place to kind of prototype and shop new ideas for combat robotics. So why not?
2: Um, I, my big question is, uh, Don Dorfler, uh, won $4,000 with huge. Uh, do you think that he used any of that money or perhaps all of that money to buy dinner afterwards? (laughs) I know he was so hungry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he bought about four thousand. dollars Like,
2: you think four thousand dollars covered it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four four thousand donuts. I think. Yeah, that's. Uh,
1: <laughs> Dorfler's donuts.
0: Yeah, Dorfler's donuts. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, thrilling, thrilling end to the season. Really stoked to see 2022 season start up uh, in a month and a half. And uh, Chris, 2022. It's dark Side's year. I uh, I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, got a few things, uh, you know, happening in the shop right now. I'm excited, too.
0: Speaking of the local combat robotics circuit, the Midwest Robot Combat Association launched this month, promising to hold qualifying events across the Midwestern U.S., culminating in an invitation-only finals at the end of the year. Their next event will be held January 15th in Wisconsin. Check out details on the group's Facebook page. Meanwhile, BattleBots fans are eagerly awaiting the premiere of Season 6, which returns to the Discovery Channel on Thursday, January 6th. Like he's done in past seasons, BattleBots superfan Brent Von Kalamazoo has again built a Fantasy League for the coming season. As part of the Fantasy League, you're given a budget of $100 to choose up to 8 robots. The 5 most expensive bots this season are Endgame, Hydra, Sawblaze, Tombstone, and Copperhead, while the five least expensive bots are Triple Crown, Double Jeopardy, Rampage, Jaeger, and Dragonslayer. If you'd like to join the Fantasy League, look for the link in this week's show notes. On over to Silicon Valley, where Duck Captain Hal Rucker is giving away a battle-damaged piece of his robot to the fan that comes up with the best mean robot joke. I'll uh, give you an example of a mean robot joke, courtesy of Katie Ishmael, who writes, quote, Your bot is so dumb... It thinks tombstone is a kind of pizza. Pretty good. Whoa! Pretty good. That cuts to the core. <laughs> Check out details on how to enter on Duck's Facebook page. Uh, Chris, I feel like uh, you're perfect for this. And if you don't win, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I, you know, you're you're you, you can totally sweep this thing. I think.
2: Do you have any off the top of your head pizza puns? No, just a mean robot joke.
1: A mean robot joke? Yeah. yeah, your robot is so dumb. Your robot is so dumb that uh, not even a raspberry pie is a piece of cake. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll workshop it. That's good.
2: That's good. Your robot is so dumb, it's up. Uh, Brandon Zelinsky. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I'm not good at this. Your robot is so dumb, it thought that Alex Moffat was Brandon Zielinski.
1: Ouch. Yeah, we'll workshop that one, too, okay?
2: (laughs) I'm not the mean one.
0: On over to New Hampshire, where P1 team member Anthony D'Ambrosio is launching a new robot-focused t-shirt store called Robots Ruined My Life. The site already includes P1 team merchandise, as well as special limited edition shirts for Starchild, Blackbird, and other popular bots at Norwalk Havoc. Check out the full line of shirts at www.robotsruinedmylife.com.
2: Uh, I have to say that Starchild shirt is awesome—the one that looks oh, like yeah. uh what is it? Kiss. Yeah. Or, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like a Kiss rock shirt with like all of the dates.
2: Yeah, like he did such a good job. I mean, this is, I think, like what the direction of, you know, bot merch should be in, should go in. I just think that everything he did is, is really, really cool and shirts that, you know, I would like wear happily, even if I know that most people who see them won't have an idea what it's about. It's like still a cool shirt, just like standalone.
0: alone. yeah. I ended up buying two shirts from his store this week and they came super fast, really great quality and uh, support a fellow bot builder, you know? Uh, and finally, I'd like to cap off this week's news segment with a little bit of personal news. I have been invited to join Team Pain Train for the 2022 season of BattleBots. Ba-ba-ba-ba! Uh, I, uh, I'm still not exactly sure what I'm going to be doing, uh, for the team, although I am very good at lifting small objects and reminding people to stay hydrated. Um, I will be meeting the rest of my fellow team members later this week, so I'll have a better idea of my responsibilities then, but until then, I am super stoked, cannot wait, and I am so happy that Evan Argus invited me. Um, it is... Uh, The very cool thing about the 2022 roster for Pain Train is it's going to be very Norwalk heavy. So if you're a fan of Norwalk Havoc, you're going to love the 2022 team uh, for Pain Train. Uh, Luke! Yes, Yes, Lindsay. (laughs) Uh,
2: So I know that in this new location in Vegas, they have a lot of problems with like static. So maybe uh, Pain Train has invited you to be their like live grounding boy. Everyone just like touches your head or something and then they be static.
0: What the yeah. heck, Lindsay? Where does your brain go? <laughs> I, I I was thinking, yeah, you know, like maybe maybe I could be most useful if I could just uh like lay down cardboard as they're walking, you know, throughout the pit, you know? Um <laughs>
2: I can't
0: wait to learn more. I, I honestly have no idea uh, what what I'm doing. Um, I can barely build a robot as it is. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think I think uh, I think maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll do some social media. I'm not sure. I've got to ask Evan. Um, but he was very excited to invite me. I was obviously very excited to join. I mean, like I'm gonna live on the battlebots.com website, like in uh, the team's roster, which is crazy and wild. Um so yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh I feel like uh we've kind of arrived guys so that's pretty cool.
1: Forever immortalized on battlebots.com That's right.
2: If uh, if any teams need a shock girl uh I'm available.
0: I guess this is a good question. All right. So if you could choose teams to join, Chris Lindsay, which teams would you join?
2: I feel like Kraken has a lot of fun.
0: All hundred and twenty six of them.
2: Yeah, and I would just blend in with the larger team because I don't have skills to offer other than, uh, you know, shock ab- absorbing mm. something. I mm. don't know. Like Kraken ha- would have a lot of fun. I think. Um, I don't know, Chris, you?
1: I, I I would I would certainly form my own team. Really? Because I think that I would I would love to enter the fray, but do things my way. What's this you say? I could make things out of clay.
0: Okay. By the bay.
2: Okay. Wow.
0: Wow. Uh, Chris, are you going to apply to season seven then with Darkside? <laughs> um, I don't,
1: I don't know if I could apply to my own backyard with that da- with Darkside as it currently stands. So. Uh, I think I'll take the 2022 season
0: of, uh, of Havoc to uh, <laughs> let's just say dial that one in a little bit. Good. Good. I like it. I'm looking forward to it. And that is it for this week's news. After the break, we'll return with this week's installment of Robots Around the World.
2: Welcome back from the break. Time for robots around the world. This week, we are traveling to Northern California, where military officials have approved a new robot. This one makes salad, you know, because you got to have a healthy uh, core. I don't know. The robot named Alfred was installed earlier this month at the Travis Air Force Base cafeteria. And is designed to build custom salads to precise specifications, cutting down food waste and reducing germ transmission. The military awarded a $1.6 million contract to the company that makes Alfred, saying they'd like to eventually test the robot as a grill cook or an ice cream (laughs) scooper.
1: Alright, we're going to drop you behind enemy lines. And I'm going to need an iceberg wedge, and I'm going to need a Waldorf salad. (laughs) And if we're going to take that hill, we're going to take that hill. We're going to need a warm goat cheese and beet salad with little walnuts cranked up all day.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sign me up. (laughs) I'm not down on this one. I'm uh I'm pretty keen on this robot. Alfred is cool by me.
0: Don't fire until you see
1: the the whites of the of the egg whites in their country fresh farm greek got a salad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself.
1: This is why we spend $800 billion a year (laughs) on the military.
2: Oh my god. Schools don't have books, but the military... Listen,
1: listen, (laughs) listen up here, soldiers. 50,000 of you are going over that hill, but only 25,000 salad robots coming back.
2: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Oh. Chris is cracking himself up.
1: Oh uh, <laughs> my god. <laughs> left, left, <laughs> silent folk on the left. <laughs> In your feed next Wednesday with another mystery guest. Have a wonderful holiday. Have a happy new year. We'll see you then.
2: Happy New Year.
1: Bye. Live. Live. <laughs> <left, laughs> see ya. salad for <laughs>